You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's talk some more running back futures. Earlier on, we hit on Najee Harris. Uh, We're both staying away from the touchdown prop. I really like him to go under 1,200 yards. You could get 1,200 and a half a yard as well. Uh, Joe Mixon, though, his touchdowns this season, 10 and a half. Can Joe Mixon have another double-digit touchdown season? Minus 115 both ways. We all know what the Bengals can do offensively last year, losing in the Super Bowl. We love Joe Burrow. He's finally moving around at camp, which is good. Jamar Chase is going to have a big year. T. Higgins is always good, especially in the red zone. They have weapons on weapons on weapons. What are you going to do, if anything, with Joe Mixon, though? Ten and a half rushing touchdowns. You you know Zach Taylor absolutely loves the guy, especially on first down. Yeah, I mean, the thing about Joe Mixon is that you know, every time you talk to anyone within the Bengals organization or people who are just scheming against running backs in general is they love Joe. Like, they think he's a top. I was telling you this the other night. Like, a lot of people think Joe Mixon sneakily is a top three, top five running back in this league in terms of pure talent. Like he, had, he scored touchdowns in 10 of his 17 games with three two-touchdown games uh, in that season. Even though he gets a bad rap, I think, in fantasy for getting injured all the time, he's been actually pretty durable. Yeah. He has double-digit carries in all of his games. Um, Here's something that's a little bit troubling. 84 carries for 281 yards in his final five games, which is only 3.34 yards per carry, and just two touchdowns in those last five games, which coincided with his increased usage in the passing game, right? So, like, Zach Taylor started to actually get better at his job and started maybe using Joe Mixon in more creative ways. Um, you know, a lot of people who who cover fantasy think uh, and doubt that he can string together 17 games without getting banged up again. Um, people love his running vision. We talked about that. Big plus. He's also ranked third in goal line carries, just behind uh, JTT and uh, <clears throat> and uh, Connor. So, yeah, 16 goal line carries um, behind those two. So, Bengals O line's gotten a lot better. I think that helps him a lot. They brought in three veteran starters. Alex Capo is being one from um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They also brought in Lyell from the Cowboys. So yeah. I think that's interesting. I think they're going to be a lot better passing game of Burrow and Chase and Higgins. I think that opens up huge opportunities for him where you can make him sort of a change of pace like he was last year, kind of towards the end of the year as well. I like I like the over. I mean, I think I would have to only take the uh, only take the over. He had um, I said he had a uh, what do you have? 13 TDs last year. So it's close. I think he should, I mean, with an improved offensive line, he should have more opportunities, especially on the goal line. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't go under. What do you think? No, no, no. Same thing. Uh, The only reason I wouldn't play it, though, like run to play it, is just because Burrow does have all those weapons. And like I said, T. Higgins is awesome in the red zone. He's a big target. That's why they drafted him. I mean, he's great everywhere on the field. Don't get me wrong. But I just really like their first three wide receivers, wide receiver one, two, and three there. Do you think losing CJ Uzama hurts at all in terms of the passing game and they go to mix in a little bit more? No, I think they'll be fine. But like all camp long, everybody was talking about Chris Evans staying healthy, you know, finally being healthy and maybe like being running back number two because they're they're paying Joe Mixon like $11 million. And then P. Ryan's only making like $1.5 million Mm -hmm. in. He did get some time, like very limited time, though. I mean, he's a serviceable backup, but I don't know how much Pirine we're going to see, and he's more of a pass catcher, I guess. Yeah. But everybody's saying good things about Chris Evans. I was looking at it like this, and you kind of hit on it already. The reason that I would play the over, though, is the red zone touches. He had 52 red zone rushing attempts. 
He went up actually 18 from 2020. So you didn't know like, okay, what's the offense going to look like here with Zach Taylor when he gets Joe Burrow back? Because, you know, Zach Taylor, you kind of threw away year one because Joe Burrow got hurt so early on in the season. But man, that's a lot of red zone touches. You know, he's he's tops in the league there. 52 red zone carries. I think if anything, that number's probably only going to go up yeah. unless they're just scoring on big plays. He had a big year. Um, like you said, double digit touchdowns. I guess if I had to like make a lean here, I would go over 10 and a half, but it's not something that I would bet just because the Bengals have so many weapons. You know what I mean? Like they really do. Uh, I think Chase is probably going to have double digit touchdowns this year. Higgins will probably have touchdowns, uh, double digit touchdowns this year. And I haven't even talked about Tyler Boyd yet. I feel like nobody talks about Tyler Boyd. And he's so good too. Three years ago, he was their wide receiver number one. Now they just pretty much use him in the slot. I think this year they'll move him around a little bit. They're talking about how they're going to move Chase around a little bit, move him out of the slot a little bit. He lined up on the outside a lot last year. So I don't know. I mean, you saw it in that game against Kansas City, like you said, later on in the year. The, the All those carries, especially on early downs, started to take a toll a little bit on Joe Mixon. You know, early on in the year, he was getting 25, 30 carries pretty much every single week. Takes a toll on the body. He's still only 26 years old, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's a young guy. And he, they're paying him $11 million, so like he's getting the football. Seems like he's been in the league a lot longer than it than he has been, right? Like It feels like I've been drafting Joe Mixon in fantasy Seriously. for like eight years. Yeah, and he's a great fantasy back. Mm-hmm. And again, like nobody's really stealing the carries. Even if Chris Evans is used, I could see some two-back sets, and I could see him using more as a pass catcher. And Joe Mixon, especially because he gets those red zone touches and carries and takes a beating later on in the season. I could see him just use more like that. He had 14 rushing touchdowns last year. Yeah, I, I would lean the over for Joe Mixon, uh, definitely. And I, and I wouldn't touch his yards, but I probably wouldn't play his under either, though. I mean, 334 carries last year. Yeah, he had over he had 1,519 yards, and yeah, yeah, I I, I would probably lean the over. And Same. I think they got better on the offensive line, which you kind of already hit on. You look at the defenses they're going to play. Obviously, tough. You have to play Baltimore twice. I mean, a really tough division. Pittsburgh, who we just talked about, Najee Harris. They spend no money on the offensive side of the ball, but their defense is expensive as hell. And you have T.J. Watt there, but he's more of a pass rusher. I could see 11, 12 touchdowns easily for Mixon this year. The, the problem is I wish, you know, this number was just like overall touchdowns. Yeah. You know, I don't want to do rushing because what if they use him a little bit more in the red zone as a pass catcher, throwing the ball in the flats or on some screen passes, and then he scores 12, but... You know, only nine of them are on the ground, three receptions, the three receiving touchdowns. So nothing there for me, but I would lean over with Mixon. Yeah, because he had, what, three receiving touchdowns last year. Yeah. And, and how, I mean, it's, it's not like Joe Burrow is going to have to dink and dunk and check down to him a lot. Joe Burrow has one of the better arms in all of football. He's the most accurate quarterback, and I think Chase is going to be even better this year. I mean, going into the season last year, we didn't know if he could catch the football. Everybody said the ball was too big you for him. You think Jamar yeah, Chase drops. could be a— uh... Could be maybe the best wide receiver in football this year? Yeah. I think it could be between him and Justin Jefferson. I mean, yeah. Cooper Cup's obviously awesome. Um, but him and Devontae are getting a little bit older. You know, Devontae's going to be 30 years old this season. Cooper Cup is still pretty young. Um, man, Jamar Chase is just like another level. He's, yeah. he's a fan. Of, he's a he's a uh, video game, man. Same thing with Justin Jefferson, though. I mean, both, both LSU dudes, obviously. They could both play anywhere on the field. They're so fast. They could make every single catch. Chase is going to have a really, really big year, especially with a full offseason. He was only a rookie last year, you kind of forget, and had he struggles balled, in the man. preseason. <laughs> and and it helps also that you really can't double-team him because you kind of have to pick your poison with the Bengals on offense, you know, because they do have Joe Mixon. They do have Evans. They do have P. Ryan, who I don't want to see a whole lot of. 
But then all those skill position players, they're fine at tight end, I still think. They still have some depth there. The offensive line got better. So you really can't game plan just to stop Jamar Chase the same way that teams were able to at least attempt to against Devontae Adams or uh, you know Cooper Cup without OBJ on the field. That's why OBJ had such a big first half in the Super Bowl because all the attention was on Cooper Cup. But yeah. what are you going to do? I mean, how are you going to how are you going to cover Jamar Chase when you got T Higgins on the other side who could be a top 15, top 20 receiver, maybe even higher, you know, himself. So, uh the the, the Bengals man are going to score a lot of points this year. They just have to stay healthy. I know the schedule gets a little bit tougher. I just don't really know with them. I see a lot of people going under. I couldn't do it with them. I just no like shot. the I just like the Ravens a little bit more. Because the Ravens, I mean, it was the Ravens. The Ravens were going to be the number one seed in the AFC last year if they were able to just stay healthy. But unfortunately, literally everybody died before we even got into the year in the backfield. Lamar was hurt. He was sick for the majority of the season. That's why I can't. There was do a it lot going Bengals. on with Lamar, too. It was just oh, yeah. like one thing after another. As soon as he got healthy in one area, there was like had a non COVID related illness. And then Huntley ended up getting a non Tyler Huntley ended up getting a non COVID related illness. There was just a lot going on with that team. Yeah. Yeah. And the Bengals stayed pretty healthy. We'll see if they could do it again, especially facing the tougher schedule of defenses this year.